والأخلاق different than the religion and the proof of this حديث النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في رواه الترمذي وحسنه الألباني إذا جاءكم من ترضون دينه وخلقه فزوجوه if somebody asks the hand of your daughter has religion and akhlaq that means al-akhlaq is different than the religion and we can see this in the actual life we can see many people come to the masjid perform the five daily prayers come to the jama'at and the fridays and fast not only ramadan also the other extra fasting but their akhlaq is not good and the opposite we can see many people they don't practice religion well but they have good manners that showed clearly that al-akhlaq is different than the religion should be together yes and that's what al-islam wants from all of us to have deen and to have akhlaq and manners and adab Brothers and sisters in Islam, the scholars divided Al-Adab into three categories. Adabun ma'allah, Adabun ma'a Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and Adabun ma'al khalq, with the others. And what's important to us, what's between you and Allah, Allah alone knows it. And if you practice and you follow what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came with, that means you have good religion. But to deal with others, this is al-akhlaq. This is the, 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 the reference that you can measure your akhlaq and your adab. Brothers and sisters in Islam, al-adab, how to deal with your parents? There is adab. How to deal with your wife? There are adab. With your children, with your neighbors, with your relatives, with Muslims, with non-Muslims. And as you know, there is adab. Whenever you enter the house and go out from it, you enter the bathroom and you go, you, you, you go out from it. And when you eat, when you talk, when you have a dialogue with others, all this al-Islam came with big amount of a hadith and adab related to this area, brothers and sisters in Islam. And when we talk about maqamul adab, when we talk about the position of adab, when we talk about this rank in al-Islam, indeed, you are following the, you are imitating Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi and you are following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu and indeed you answer the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you practice the demand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Al-Quran al-Kareem in Surah Al-Ahzab لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا Uswatun Hasana in everything. Liman kana yarjullah wal yawm al-akhir wa dhakar Allah kathira. 
Allah said in this verse, indeed, in the messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you have a good example to follow in all the aspects of life, not, not only in the deen, in akhlaq, how to deal with others. And Rasulullah was the best and was the role model for Muslims and the best example for the Muslims to follow. Indeed, in the Messenger of Allah, you have a good example to follow. For him, for who? For him who hopes in Allah and the last day and remembers Allah much. Dear brothers, respected sisters, we have many examples to talk about this area. And in this khutbah, inshallah, inshallah, is the beginning or the, the, the beginning of the series of Akhlaq al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu narrated that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once was sitting with his sahaba and he asked a question من يأخذ عني هؤلاء الكلمات فيعمل بهن أو يعلمهن من يعمل بهن Who is among you ready to take from me these few words some directions some values, teachings to practice and to teach others to practice it. Abu Hurairah he was the first one. He said, me, Ya Rasulullah. I am, Ya Rasulullah. I'm ready. Then the, Abu Hurairah said, the Prophet وسلم, took my hand and unzuru ila wasail al-ta'lim. Teachers, if there are teachers among us, listen. Don't be harsh in the classroom. Listen to the Prophet وسلم, way, how he used to teach a sahaba. He took the hand of Abu, Abu Hurairah and he told him, <clears throat> and he counted five words, five things. He said, <laughs> Avoid what Allah forbade. If you did so, you ask, you are the most obedient to Allah. Abid, you know Abid, the obedient of Allah, not only the one who pray night, day and night. The obedience of Allah is not the one who is fasting every day or Monday and Thursday. If you avoid what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbade, indeed you are the best habit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two. And accept, be pleased what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provided you. In this case, you are the most richest one in the world. Because if you are like Bill Gates, or you have, I don't want to say billions, I don't want to say millions, if you have hundreds of dollars, and still you are not satisfied, indeed you are not rich. 
Wallahi, based on this hadith, you are not rich. If you are not satisfied, you, are, you don't have rida, rida. Lasta radiyan, you are not rich. This amount doesn't mean anything. What you accept from Allah, that means you are rich. As you see, Al-Rasulullah with Islam in general, did not came only to, to teach us stuff, specific stuff, also to make revolution, not revelation, revolution for the ideas, principles, concept, even in the understanding of some linguistically meanings of terminologies. Like Al-Muflis, it is the big example, clear example in this area. Number three, Everybody wants to be a mu'min, a believer. The Prophet said, deal good with your neighbor, you are a believer. If you are nice, if you are good to, to your neighbor, you are a believer. If you ask me, but my neighbor is not Muslim, I'll ask you a question, are you living in a Muslim country? No, of course. That's obvious, your neighbor is not Muslim. And the Prophet ﷺ did not say it to your Muslim neighbor. He did not say that. Be nice, deal good, your neighbor, you are a believer. And number four, If you are a true Muslim, you have to like and to love to people what you like and you love to yourself. And the last advice of Rasulullah which is number five. And don't laugh a lot. Every time, everywhere, wherever you are. At the same time, and Nabi Sallallahu did not say, don't laugh at all. No, he said, don't laugh a lot, everywhere. Especially in, if you are in the masjid or in ibadah or any, because laughing a lot kills the heart, as Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said. Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu was a young, at the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he was with Rasul as you know, to get more knowledge from Rasulullah alayhi salatu And at that time, at that day, beside him was Siwak, Miswak, you know, the Miswak. He said, two people came. <laughs> when I saw them, I took one of the miswak and I gave it to the youngest one, to the young one. Somebody told me, which is most likely Rasulullah told him, Kabir, Kabir. What Kabir means? Doesn't mean say Allahu Akbar. Kabir means start with the Kabir. Give the oldest one first. This is Al-Adah. Don't start with the youngest. This is the tradition. This is the manner of Al-Islam to start with the oldest one. Give the oldest one. He said, Then I took it from him and I gave it to the oldest uh, man. This is in Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. 
And the famous hadith, Abu Huraira narrated that Rasulullah said, الصغير على الكبير. The youngest one should start the salam to the oldest one. And the one who is walking should say salam to the one who is sitting. And the little group, small group, should start a salam to the biggest group. This hadith narrated in Sahih al-Bukhari also. <coughs> Brothers and sisters in Islam, Sahil ibn Sa'd al-Sa'idi radiallahu ta'ala anhu narrated, he said, we were with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a group of Sahaba. And somebody brought like milk or something to drink for Rasulullah sallallahu a container. The Prophet took it and he drank. He drank from this milk. The Prophet he looked and on his right, he saw a young man. And he looked on his left, he saw old people, old Sahaba. And the Sunnah that Rasulullah taught us to start from the right. So the Prophet asked Al Ghulam, the young man, Al Nabi. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Sayyidu waladi adam Al-Ma'soom Al-Nabiyu al-Mukhtar Wal-Mustafa Al-Mujtaba alayhi salatu wa salam Told al-Ghulam Ata'adhanu li An-u'tiya ha'ula Do you give me permission Young man To start from my left To give the old people Old Sahaba To drink Today, who is doing that today? If I'm not saying if you are Moody, uh, uh, president or wazir or minister or congressman, no, no. If you are whatever you are, who ask or seek permission from young men, from a teenager? And he was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa But al-ghulam, قال والله يا رسول الله لا أؤثر بنصيب منك أحدا والله يا رسول الله لا أؤثر بنصيب منك أحدا The Prophet ﷺ drank first and ثؤر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم is there and this young man, this teenager, he knows, he recognizes well where the lips of Rasulullah touch this container. He didn't want to miss it. Say, well, I am not going to sacrifice my right from you. I want to drink from the same place that you drank from. You I'm not ready to sacrifice it. I want it. So the Prophet gave it to him. It is his right. This hadith taught us how to respect the opinions and the feeling and the right of others. 
regardless of the, they are male or female, young or older, the right is the right. The right is the right. That's what Al Islam, when Nabiul Islam وسلم, taught us in this great <coughs> hadith, <coughs> and this hadith narrated in Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim, this is agreed upon. فأبو هريرة سهل يقول فتله النبي في يده. Do you know what تله means? أتل يعني the explanation يعني أعطاه. But تله is has heavy meaning and he give it as is with full feeling in this. Take it. This is your right. كما جاء في القرآن وتله للجبين إبراهيم عليه السلام. لما أراد أن يذبح ابنه تله للجبين فتله في يمينه في يده عليه الصلاة والسلام. And if you want to know the manners of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم, Anas ibn Malik, the servant of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم, narrated he said, use the 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 young ladies. The girls, the girls, in the girls in the Medina, not only women, or or men, or or even teenagers, younger than teenagers. Girls in the Medina, when they used to see Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, she said perhaps one of them took the hand of Rasulullah sallallahu and tell him. Come with me, Ya Rasulullah. And the Nabi did not ask her where. Where you are taking me? Where you want me to go? We are where are we going? He did not ask her. He used to go with her to see what's going on. He never said no. Or later on. Or why, where, why, and where? تأخذ بيد النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. فتنطلق به حيث الشاهد. تنطلق به عند يست تيك هير تيك هيم وريفر شي وانت هذا الحديث نريته ان صحيح البخاري ذات واز اخلاق النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اداب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ذا ايتيكيت اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اذا قيل لكم تفسحوا في المجالس فافسحوا يفسح الله لكم عن أبي فراس قال خطبنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه when he was أمير المؤمنين he delivered a khutbah among الصحابة and التابعين anybody came or convert after Rasulullah died is تابعين so at the time of Omar he delivered a khutbah He said, إني لم أبعث إني لم أبعث عمالي ليضربوا أبشاركم أي جلودكم ليجلدوكم يعني ولا ليأخذوا أموالكم وقارنوا هذا الحديث بحكام اليوم حكام العرب والمسلمين تحديدا العرب إني لم أبعث عمالي ليضربوا أبشاركم ولا ليأخذوا أموالكم فمن فعل ذلك فليرفعه إلي أقصه منه 
يعني اقتص منه عمر رضي الله عنه was talking in front of the biggest leaders عمر بن العاص سعد بن ابو وقاص ابو عبيده بن الجراح شرحبيل بن حسن نيمي those the governors in the muslim world at that time and he told them i did not hire you to slash the people or to take their money or to put them in the jail in the prison and if any one of you did so and if any one of the ra'iya of the people came to me complaining against any one of you I'll bring him I'll put him in the jail or I'll take him القصاص that means I'll punish him I'll punish the governor if he did so without حق of course ظلما فقال عمر بن العاص رضي الله عنه he was the most famous governor at the time of Umar فقال عمر بن العاص لو أن رجلا يعني واليا أدب بعض رعيته اقتصصت منه If any governor, discipline one of the people, you want to punish him? قال إي والله إي أي نعم إي والله والذي نفسي بيده والذي نفسي بيده أقصه I swear by the one who is my soul in his hand and I swear by Allah, I'll punish him. Then he said, وَقَدْ رَأَيْتُ يعني ليس سمعت رأيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أقص من نفسه أقص من نفسه I, I saw Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم He punished himself when one of the Sahaba told him Ya Rasulullah You hurt me If you remember this story النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Now I forgot which battle He was arranging the rows the lines before the battle before the, the war and Rasul Sallallahu had a miswak one of the Sahaba he was outside of the line the Prophet Sallallahu punished him with the miswak miswak in his stomach, says, push back, be on the line. Before the battle starts, and Nabi Sallallahu asked, if I hurt any one of you, please, today, not in hereafter, take Al-Qisas from me. Today, one of the Sahaba raised his hand, he said, me, Ya Rasulullah. come, come now. So he came, and the Prophet ﷺ, he took his shirt out, and his stomach showed. And he gave him the miswag to punish Rasulullah ﷺ, as Rasulullah ﷺ did. And he came, and he hugged Rasulullah ﷺ, and he kissed his stomach. <laughs> he thought, why you did so? He said, we are going to the war. 
maybe I'm going to die. I want the last thing in my life that my hand or my body to touch your body before I die. And that's what happened exactly. He died in this battle and he became martyr, Shaheed. Umar when he he witnessed this incident. He said, Rasulullah did it. You don't want me to do it to you guys? Who are you? If you compare you with Rasulullah. He took revenge for others from himself. Look, this hadith is narrated in Sunan Abu Dawud is authentic. And look what the, the leaders today back home they are doing to their people and the teaching of Islam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make all of us among those who listen to the speech and follow the best. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت وسلمت وبركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين أنك حميد مجيد قل اللهم على الصحابة الخلفاء على أمة الحنفاء أبي بكر الصديق وعمر الفاروق وذي النورين وعثمان الصقين علي وعن جميع صحابة رسولك الكريم وعن أزواجه ومهات المؤمنين وعن التابعين وتابعيه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وعلم معهم بمنك وكرمك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات المؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك يا مولانا السميع وكريم مجيب الدعوات اللهم أبرم لهذه الأمة أمر رشد نعز فيها المطاع وإهدنا فيها أهل المعصية ويمر فيه المعروف هنا فيها المنكر اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وإسرافنا في أبدنا وثبت أقدامنا وصنع القوم الكافرين اللهم ارفع مقتك وغضبك عنا اللهم ارفع مقتك وغضبك عنا اللهم ارفع مقتك وغضبك عنا اللهم وحد كلمتنا واجمع شملنا وصفوفنا وأعلي رايتنا وجعلنا إخوان على سر متقابلين برحمتك أرحم الرحمين عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم الجليل اذكروه واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقل الصلاة